Hey everybody, producer Dave here. Local Love is live every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Pacific. That's at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. And you can also find the live show in our Facebook group. Just search for the Local Love Podcast on Facebook. And make sure you check out our swag shop. That's echoplexmedia.com slash swag. There's a great local love shirt in there that I think you should uh, check out. Don't forget to follow us on social media for beautiful food and inspiration.
there be no confusion Let the people be heard Alright everybody, welcome to Local Love. We do the show live every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Pacific and beyond in a red light. I'm Producer Dave and you can find me damn near anywhere. Uh, you're muted in some way, shape, or form. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not doing it on my own show. I'm doing it on everybody else's too. Um, I'm the Media Wench, and you can find me here on Equiplex Media um, on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, and sometimes on Tuesdays if I can manage to take a nap in between work and the show. <laughs> did you get a nap in today? I did. I came home and uh, lay down on the bed for a little bit, and probably passed out for about 45 minutes. That's a good disco nap. That'll do for a little while. Yeah, yeah, that'll give you an extra half hour to 45 minutes of staying power. <laughs> Glad to have you back. I think Chip might be joining us a little bit later this evening. I expect to have Juan Maserati joining us and uh, Phil Tool uh, hooked up Ethernet to his uh, to his computer, so he may be testing it out tonight. So we may have a bit of a panel. Who knows? Also, we're going Ooh. out on Facebook, and I shared it to my personal uh, Facebook feed. Um, uh, it's also in our group, and I shared it to a couple local groups. Um, I don't know. Y'all, what's up? Oh, what's up, uh, Chris from Arkansas? What's up, chat? Shout out to the chat room. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, chat? Thank you very much, Chris from Arkansas. I think it's Alaska. Alaska, whatever. <laughs> Place, places will probably not be in the next five years. Although, Alaska's beautiful. Oh, Darkling's brother just moved to Arkansas. Oh. Is that good or bad? Um, It's probably good for him. Bad for her. <laughs> bad for me if she ends up moving to Arkansas. <laughs> All right, so if you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you are following the podcast. The podcast has been doing a little bit better lately, but that's because I've been sharing it around a little bit. Also, follow us at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia because catching the live show is where it's at. You can also listen live uh, via audio only to the show at eplex.xyz or by searching for Echoplex Radio on the TuneIn app. Yeah. And those things also just put all our music on shuffle when we're not live, so. Yeah, and if you go to... Uh eplex.xyz you can request songs for something that you heard on a show and you like uh we generally have the well we always have the player going down at the bottom of the screen whenever there's any music playing gives you the artist the song title uh go to uh, eplex.xyz or uh local love or sorry echoplexmedia.com slash live and uh put the song or the artist or whatever into the search bar and see what we have in our library you can even browse the library, though that's a bit clunky. That's a bit clunky. But you can still do it. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, you can join the panel. If you are a local music head, go to echoplexmedia.com slash panel. You'll be dumped into the waiting room. I'll bring you right over, and uh, we'll talk to you a little bit. Please make sure you're at least wearing headphones. Just at least headphones. Yeah. And if you have a proper mic, that's even better. But at least headphones. You can also call the show, 415-903-PLEX. That's 415-903-7539. Uh, but nobody calls anymore. Discord.me slash Echoplex. You can just join open voice chat and uh, I'll unmute here on the mixer and you can bring come in and say hi. Uh, the phone lines and the uh, <clears throat> and the Discord are just kind of open to anybody, and, but we'd prefer it if for the open panel that uh, Bay Area Music Heads, and we can interpret that broadly, but uh, if you live out in Arkansas or Alaska, you're not a Bay Area Music Head, so. <laughs> but if your cousin lives out here, we might consider it. Maybe, 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 maybe. Anyway, let's get this music rocking. We got Dark Satellite. This is off the same record label that Periscope is on, and I keep forgetting the fucking name of that record label. Do you remember the name of their label? Mm-mm. 
whatever. This is a this is Dark Satellite. The song is called Complex, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. Local love, baby. Yeah. 
uh, Dark Satellite. Song's called the Complex. Fucking good shit. Like kind of kind of droning and sad and angry. Like it very much. Right. And it's a uh, Retox Records. That's Retox. Retox Records. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's Periscope uses Retox Records. Yeah, that's the same. It's the same label that this is from. I know that about it. I just didn't know exactly what the name of the label was. <laughs> uh, folks out there listening on the podcast, if you're local artist, Bay Area, we'll use it a little bit broadly, maybe sack down to Monterey. But if you're on, if you're like in Fresno or something, you ain't the Bay Area. You're like the meth area. Um, <laughs> uh, send us your music, echoplexmedia.com slash submit. It's really easy. Um, just make sure it's original tunes and make sure you uh, have ID3 tags. Yeah, it's not a conspiracy. IDT that ID three tags are a thing. Fuck! I wish we would have collected screenshots of that and written a, written a magazine about the ID three tag conspiracy. <laughs> it was so funny because they were like saying that it was like Facebook login. Remember that? Okay, so let me tell everybody we were we were trying to just do our rounds in the like the little local music groups, and we just said, hey, you know, we'd love to have your music. Just make sure you have ID three tags. And then somebody started complaining about how they sent us music. And I replied and was like, Hey, can you, you know, we can't take it without ID three tags. Can you resubmit with ID three tags? And they just didn't get back to me or something. Cause I didn't notice. Right. But like right. reply with the email about like, you didn't, you know, you're, you're, there's no tags on your music. It doesn't show up on our system. I don't like fucking check back three days later, <laughs> but apparently I did that. And someone wrote a thing about how, there was like some shitty reply about ID three tags and they were starting to talk about lock in and like, like how like tech platforms lock you in with things. And I'm like sitting there going, this is like a standard from like when MP threes were invented in like <laughs> 1997. It's been this way for a very long time. Yeah. That's how people, that's how the system knows what the title of your track is. <laughs> so when it plays in a player, the title comes up. It doesn't just say unknown, unknown. Right. And even if it's just in somebody's car or whatever, the car's not going to know either. Right. Like, the, like, you know, the MP3 player or whatever on the car, the car stereo, if the files like somehow like mm -hmm. it was just really weird. I was, I was confused. And, like I was like talking about how it was like a conspiracy. I was, I'm now starting to think maybe we got trolled and we didn't know it. Maybe that person watched our other content and was like, let's try this. <laughs> They'll have no idea. That would have been if that if that's the case, and you're out there, fucking make sure you make sure you email us to gloat, and don't include ID three tags on your email either. Yeah, you got us. So um, then I got. Oh, welcome back to local love. I know it's a little late for you. Thanks for uh, thanks for hopping on. Of course, of course. Um, I'm excited and um, disheartened at the same time. People are starting to book shows, but that black cloud is fucking. Un to loom over us where we might uh, uh god damn it speaking of which we're going to be running the slideshow this evening some of the time during the uh song breaks and uh these are just the shows that we don't know are canceled that are showing up on the thing uh periscope seems to have postponed their show so that's not going to show up on the slideshow and we don't know the status of any of these shows that are on the uh on the slideshow for the, like the barry music slideshow here so we don't know in fact if they've been canceled so we're not going to go through and like announce the shows and stuff, but uh, yeah, when the slide shows up, just understand some of these shows might be canceled or postponed due to COVID because um, what's that snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, like Americans. Yeah. 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 I still, I think I'm still going to be a strong proponent of the slap backs. 
Like, <laughs> you're wandering around downtown San Jose bitching about people not fucking bitching about fucking mass mandates and then also at the same side of your mouth bitching that you can't go to a show. I'm just going to, like, slap a vaccination into you. Hmm. Then they'd Through the be, power of Jesus. Then they'd be getting exactly what they predicted, right? Like, forced vaccination via the media <laughs> lynch. Oh, Come shit. back in two weeks oh, for the next one. Hold on, there goes the neighborhood. Uh-oh. Um, let's rock a tune while I bring in Juan here. Uh, we're going to rock Tapioca Baby real quick, and I'll bring Juan in while the song's playing. Sounds good. Tapioca Baby, Baby, Tapioca Baby, Baby, Tapioca Aloe vera, though, like it's kind of a racy addition they made in April, but, but 
I, I like it. I'll try it. Yeah. What's April? <laughs> the end of that song is so weird. Yeah. What's April? What's up, Juan? What's up, y'all? What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the local love open panel. Glad to be here in light of the depressing state of the world. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about how the Periscope uh, show got postponed or canceled or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> in a dark world, a beacon of sarcasm shines through the night. <laughs> <laughs> Sarcasm, marijuana, and local music. I mean, what else can we do at this point? I mean, it's like it is <laughs> fucking crazy. That's just like Dave just said, snatching a snatching a loss from the jaws of victory. The United States of America. Yeah, <sighs> on brand. Tracks and everything. <laughs> but having said that, I uh, miss you guys, and um, as a sign of my how deeply I miss you, you too. I am now going to uh, do a shot with some uh, Jacks. Yeah, and we'll just. And that's the gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack, yeah. And it's for gentlemen or dudes who, think, that, dudes who think they're gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what's what's been going on with you in the music world, Juan? Well, I'll tell you what, man. Um, things have been actually been pretty uh, pretty busy. I just did a show over in uh, Half Moon Bay. In fact, I am wearing the uh, old old Point Landing, the old Princeton Landing hat. It's the old Princeton Landing bar and grill hat and shirt. And uh, it was a it was a great it was it was actually a great night. A hell of people showed up. We we uh, previously had established a good a following and uh you know this time around uh there were the, that the house was fully packed out and after the show you know people were just basically just giving us blessings and telling telling us how good it sounded and um it was good it was good i loved it and uh i remember this one cat i didn't even know he uh he was standing by the bar uh and uh, he just gave me a big bear hug out of nowhere he said come here <laughs> he was like about six foot five probably 350 pounds he's like come here you guys sounded fucking great <laughs> that's for los improvisers yeah yeah and uh you know we it was just uh it was just really stellar you know and i was uh just really thinking how um i'm, I'm hoping that we can still continue this in light of uh, all the bullshit but um you know on where we go you know i'll tell you what i'll tell you what man you know and i know this is not the time to go too political into it but i was i would say that if old princeton landing said you know what you got to show vaccination proof of vaccination or any other venue for that matter i would be like okay let's that's the way it's got to be at the you know, at the I know that a lot of people are going to be upset, probably at, at yeah. But my those, those are the kind of people; those are the kind of play grats you don't want at your show. Sorry. And the great thing about this is there's like a 
there's an app on your there's an app for everybody's phone now where it's like verified and it's got your date of birth and all they all they do is check your ID versus what the information on the app is and that's like you know you can't forge that like the vaccine card. Obviously, the card would be okay too, but you start bringing the card out to a few events and you're gonna destroy that card. So, oh, I laminated mine. It's in my wallet like a fucking like a card card. But yeah, I, have a I have a laminating machine at work, so it's like cheating. Laminate well, everything. Hell yeah. I got like a sort of a, one of those uh, <clears throat> uh, card insert deals where, you know, like, you like a conference. This, exactly. The, the, around your neck, right? Lannard and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, like it has to be done. Like this there guy, you go, right? baby. It's sort of like this, this thing. You know, this is from this from Netroots Nation 2013, by the way. Oh, shit. We called ourselves the Daily Echo. The Daily Echo. The name's oh, yeah. better now. Shout out to all the people in the chat room. I don't know what the exact count is, but um, I see there's a few of you all, especially from Chris. Oh, Chip, from Chip DeVille's up in the chat. That means okay. we're probably going to. Chip DeVille's up in the chat. That means we're probably going to see him up on the screen pretty soon. Where, where Chip plays, they're requiring <sighs> Vax proof. Ah oh, shit! Oh, really? Is that no, 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 no kidding? Wow. Maybe he'll tell us about it in a minute or two here. Yeah, I would love to hear what his uh, perspective is, especially uh, from a perspective of a DJ, because you're—I'm sure—he's interacting with hello, hello people, and you have to wonder, like, hey, you know, um, is this um, the the person that's coming up to me for the next song? Are they? Gonna throw some COVID at me or what's going on? I don't know. You still wonder if they're gonna throw shade, but COVID is just the new shade. <laughs> Basically. How many Karen's are in this establishment right now? Well, <laughs> the thing I don't like, and I'm not gonna talk too much about it again, is the thing I don't like well the, okay, first of all, it's great for us, right? Because there's new mask mandates coming back coming in. So you're gonna get people throwing a goddamn fit again. And they're going to be doing it on their Facebook fucking live. So we're going to have some, we're going to have stuff to cover on Sunday and fucking late Friday night, but also like it's just going to be another round of shit for customer service people who have gone yeah. to work at risk to themselves this whole time. And mo a lot of them, people didn't get no raise during this. And so it's going to be like just shit for people. Uh, the bartenders will be fine because the bartenders will just kick you the fuck out. And if you don't do what the bartender says, the whole bar turns on you. But it's grocery storing like that, you know? No. Yeah. It needs Poor to be. fucking Mildred that's worked at the fucking Lucky's for 28 years ain't gonna throw hands at fucking Becky with the bad mask. Becky with the no mask. Becky with the no mask. And, but like it's again it's like i was saying earlier it's one of these times where we're kind of glad we live in the bay area because people here you know we complain about a lot of this stuff here but there's a lot of like engineers and kind of uh like science-minded people here and so they're going to be they're going to be tending toward being a little more careful versus like other places in the country you know yeah. Yeah, speaking of which i was just kind of amazed like i i haven't been following the news as much as late but i was mind blown to, to discover that in in certain states i mean it's one thing to say okay you don't want to get vaccinated but it's another thing to put into into law anti-masking uh restrictions yeah that is crazy that you can't enforce a mask mandate 
Wow. I mean, it's like, it kind of, it's not really surprising. Like everything's got to be a fucking culture war issue now. And it's like the virus literally doesn't give a fuck what you believe or how tough you are, or it doesn't give a fuck about any of that. Right. It's, it's just, it, all it does is looks for another fucking host to infect. That's all a virus does. It doesn't even look, it just happens upon a host, right? It's not like doesn't have eyes, you know, <laughs> it's a virus. It's so fucking small. It's just looking to get inside of you, you know? And it's not even looking for it. It just happens. It just floats around and gets inside of you, right? And then once it's inside of you, it starts replicating. It doesn't care about your freedom. It doesn't care what you think. It doesn't care if you're lefty or righty or if you don't fucking pay attention to politics at all. It don't yep. care. It's a virus. It doesn't care if you're in America or Australia or India or fucking China or Germany. It doesn't care. It doesn't not care. only that, but it's apparently it's gone to the gym and now you have... You know, COVID with steroids that can now it, it's um reach rate. I guess the, the 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 amount you can be it could be like twenty feet across the room, and now you can potentially get it, which is crazy. Maybe that was always the case, though, and it was just that six feet was like a reasonable safe distance. You know, I don't know enough about it, but I do know that, right. I do know that the new variant is more contagious because you end up with like more virus in your in your in like your respiratory system. And that's all I know about it. I ain't no expert, but, uh, that's, that's what I'm reading. And I, I kind of believe them the same way that I believe the plumber when he says he can fix my toilet, you know, <laughs> you ever notice right. that by the way, people are like perfectly happy to like not believe the experts about a virus, but if their toilet starts over flooding, they call a plumber right away. <laughs> right. Those are two, two different kind of experts. What the fuck's the, like, Right. The fucking, the electricity goes out and, uh, you know, you sure, sure shit are going to give a jingle to PG&E. PG&E shows up and goes, oh, you know, uh, actually you're going to need to call an electrician because it's in your, um, you know, it's in your fuse box or whatever. And we don't do that. And you don't say to them, oh no, I've done my research. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Although if you, if you look it up, you could in fact fix, fix a fuse in your fuse box. It's not that hard. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and play a song. This is uh, Funky Frankenstein by the Lucky Suits. And we'll be back in just a few minutes, possibly, with one Mr. Chip DeVille. This is one of Libby's favorites. Oh, 
Suits, one of uh, Media Wench's, uh, one of your kids' favorite songs. Yep, that is one of Libby's favorite songs. She knows all of the words. What up, Curtis? And it's so fun. Yeah, when I play it in the in the car, it's like hilarious to hear this little high little Tinkerbell voice in the background. I'm just a fucking Frankenstein. I'm like, oh my god, Lib. <laughs> <laughs> they also know all the words to the Star Wars holiday special. Almost. Wow. They're very close. What's up, Curtis? Yeah, not that much. What's going on? Not too much. Not too much. We're a little, little bummed out. Uh, Periscope uh, had to push back their show at the Caravan on the 14th. Yeah, uh, yeah. Out of uh, an, caravan uh, canceled everything indefinitely. Yeah, out of an abundance of caution. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> Until the venues figure out what they're going to do. I think I'd be comfortable going to venues if they started like uh, requiring <clears throat> proof of vaccination, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think right now they're that uh, it's gone beyond that they want to kind of like uh try to get it under control as soon as possible yeah yeah i'm um yeah i'm bummed out but also like whatever everybody seems everybody seems a little bit bummed but nobody seems like infuriated so that's good yeah yeah at least around at least, here at least around at least, here yeah, yeah at least around here well shit <laughs> bless you bless you Woo. Juan's allergic to all this fucking bummer-ass talk. <laughs> or the Gentleman Jack he's drinking. I'm not sure which. 
You're not supposed to <laughs> snort the Gentleman Jack one. I think it's a combination of the uh, this pen right here and this Gentleman Jack. Oh, yeah, that half will make you sneeze if it's any good. H A F Y, high as fuck yellow, is the right color for those little cartridges. <laughs> so I'm going to tell a quick story. We were on our way back from Oregon and we stopped like at the last place. It was before uh, weed was legalized for um, uh, uh, recreational use in California. It was like right before. And uh, me and the media wench stopped at this one place and we got this cartridge. And I took the first rip off of it. And it was like I took a rip off of a four foot bong. I was like hacking and coughing. And I don't think I've been that high since. I just put that shit in, I, and the media wench took a hit. And then we just put that shit in the little fucking thing under the glove box and just let it fucking sit there for a while. <laughs> Never had a cartridge that good since. Yeah, well, we drove through the middle of nowhere. Dave was like, there's nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> when's the next city <laughs> <laughs> You're like city that's, that's like for sure a few hours away <laughs> fuck what do people do out here uh, lawn darts <laughs> Dude, have you seen the new lawn darts they're like they're like little pads they're basically like a lawn dart with um a bean bag at the bottom like a little boxing glove so it like comes down and punches you in the face instead of just stabs you in the head <laughs> yeah, where's, where's the adventure in that i mean they should literally put like a little mini punching bag on the bottom of it that would be hilarious like a little like a little a boxing glove that yeah. would be hysterical or or just like name them like this is head piercer <laughs> oh, the lung lancer <laughs> <laughs> the remover of children. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if we had like an outdoor event for like music and stuff, we would not include lawn darts, especially not with our group of friends, man. Fuck that. No. Fucking fucking River and Patty K would be playing like lawn dart catch and shit. It would be all bad. Why did you pick the exact same this the exact punk rockers that I was going to say? <laughs> Throwing fucking lawn darts to each other. Yeah, you gotta watch out for, for River and PK. They get in the same room. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that one of them will be like, will be like, you know, very funnily saying, saying like, ah, I can catch it. And the other guy will be like, I can catch it in my chest, in the middle of my heart. <laughs> oh, yeah, I already know which ones those would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to just chip off of my cold black heart. <laughs> <laughs> Knock out one of my eyes. I don't need it anymore. Somebody give me a blunt and a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the second. It's the second. Their second choice for the name of Panhandlers Union was a blunt and a banjo. <laughs> I can see that. I can definitely see that. <laughs> That's not true. I just made that up. I mean, it could be true, but it I'd still it doesn't mean I didn't just make it up. A blunt and a banjo. Yep. So it's still uh, true. Curtis, yeah. Curtis and Juan haven't introduced themselves, I don't think. So, uh, Curtis. Yeah, this is Juan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, introduce and each other. Curtis, and this is Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Curtis. Go ahead. Introduce each other, brother. Uh, this is Juan. He plays lots of keyboards. Uh, he's supposed to send. No, no, no. A, he was supposed to send me an email about something, and then uh, and then he didn't. <laughs> We're going we will, we will oh god damn it that's right. Uh, 
Okay. Um, that light bulb just uh, ping. Let's uh, watch once camera disappears and then, then Curtis's computer go ping. <laughs> we'll definitely uh, we'll, we'll we'll definitely seal the deal on that. But um, no, come on, Curtis, tell us about you. I know you are a great musician. We, I know that much. I but no what the world musician. doesn't know, I let no the world musician. know. Fuck, I, fuck. I am no great musician. I am just a musician. I, okay. I, However you I, want to label it. I, I am not. Uh, I am not professional quality. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what? Okay, we're not going to get into this argument here. <laughs> but I will say this: for anyone battle now. Oh. that can play with uh, solid ass gigs, you can at least own that, and you can also own that whenever you pl- uh, there's a monkey show that people are going to have a good fucking time. You can at least own that. You are correct. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> so Curtis plays in a band called Monkey. You can find them at a Monkey Ska on most social media. And if you look for Monkey Ska Band on Google, you'll find all the shit. If you look for Monkey Band on Google, I don't know, you might find some weird porn you never heard of, but you'll also find a bunch of other bands named Monkey, I think. But this is the one. This is the good one. This is the only one. Well, uh, just to let you know, uh, we've kind of uh, uh, kind of cornered the market on the term monkey ska. So most of the time you can find at least a smattering of us mixed in with monkey ska. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And that one video by Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you, also contribute to, you also contribute to the Smoke and Mirror sound system. We opened up the show tonight with yeah. Smoke and Mirror sound system reasoning, which is like which is like the. There are a couple anthems from the the pandemic. Reasoning is one of them, and then also written before the pandemic, the song called "You Ain't Doing Nothing" by yeah. a, <laughs> it's a hip hop song. It's like "Check Me Out, You Ain't Doing Nothing," and that was literally exactly what was happening at the very beginning. People were like, "Shit, I'm not doing nothing." <laughs> <laughs> better, get, better get start doing something because there's going to be nothing to do. <laughs> Right, Luckily, the only I things I you? ever want to do is smoke weed in the cemetery, and they can always do that. Even that's that's a quarantine activity. <laughs> no more scooter rides in the cemetery. Actually, media went to introduce Juan. So true. Uh, this is Juan Maserati with Naughty Body. He plays in uh, Rebels Camp. His keys. He plays uh, keys with Lost Improvisers, and then a new gig. What is it called? Fish something? I fish. It is Echo Fish. Echo Fish. <laughs> echo, Echo, Echo Fish. Echo Fish. It, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a new band that's uh, started by Ryan Acosta, a, who's a great guitar player, a great, just all around <clears throat> fucking amazing musician. And I was honored when he, uh, he asked me to come on board and, and uh, you know, lay down some keys. So I'm, I'm excited about it because, uh, you know, he's, like I think a lot of people don't know this about Ryan, but like Curtis here, he's one of them hard work, the hardest working motherfucker in show business type of cat. Where he teaches, uh, uh, he's a you know accomplished musician teaching uh, guitar music theory and and um, has clients from all over the world and such. And um, he's you know he also has a really good what like again like Curtis a really good sense of business acumen. And I, th- I think that's, um, you know, it's like you, you when cats like that um, come up to you and say, hey, you know, you want to get on something, you got to You got to You got to take notice and you got to you got to uh, jump at that opportunity because, um, you know, the 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 zeal that I see in this cat 
um, and it kind of gives me the uh, the indication he wants to really not just take the the band uh, somewhere, but overall uh, his um, his music business uh, company. Um, and uh, and I I probably will will we'll probably see Ryan in a few years start producing other uh, musical acts, um, and you know like independent uh, label productions and stuff like that. So I'm excited. I'm just excited, man. It's great. You can find Ryan Acosta on our YouTube channel. You can be like the 37th person to watch the video or something. That's uh, Ryan Acosta <laughs> on uh, youtube.com slash Echoplex Media. I uh, go ahead and never mind. Nobody follows us on that shit. We, we're, we're, we'll get to like fucking 5,000 Twitch followers before we get to 1,000 YouTube followers, I swear. Oh, I'm also getting close to 1,000 on uh, Twitter. Um, um, just hit bang Twitter in the chat and it'll give you all of our Twitter names. Um, well, it's it's all right. We we have like ten thousand followers on on uh, Facebook, but in the twenty plus years that we've been fucking around with YouTube, I think we have one hundred and twenty three, hundred twenty four bands on YouTube. Adam, you are important, and I do know that you follow us on YouTube. I didn't mean to degrade anybody who follows us on YouTube. It's just better that you follow <laughs> us here, Adam. Just... Adam Reinstopper. Yes. Adam, vitally important one of one of the one of the ogs on this channel was here from the very beginning one of our mods and i appreciate everything adam does especially when somebody comes in starts being fucking weird adam's like i don't have time for this and just fucking times them out for 10 minutes like figure out what the fuck you're gonna say think about it for 10 minutes you dumb motherfucker <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, by the way, I don't feel as high um, these days. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, int- the tolerance that's been built up, but more, I'm more like in the, the position of being able to you now interact with y'all and instead of just being wanting out as I did. You know, as most of you probably didn't know, this idea of wanting started when in the early days of Echoplex Media. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was really uh, into listening, but I also was getting pretty high when I started listening right there on the spot amongst the the panel, amongst the guests, amongst the uh, 20 or so motherfuckers in in the room. And it was just a really great vibe. And I swear, man, those were the high peaks of my wanting. I was just (laughs) smoking weed by myself somewhere, but in that fucking studio with all these motherfuckers. And it was just like a really um, magical time, man. Just really magical. magical time. You, hey, actually, you know, right? It was super magical. When, when I saw it, <laughs> it was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, super magical looking over and having say, watching you old man fall asleep in front of the microphone. <laughs> we didn't have cameras back then, so it was fine. You were, yeah. <laughs> you guys replacing Beth, okay? At uh, 8.25, he's going to fall out. Or something. I don't know. Show starts so at nine. He'll be asleep by eight forty-five. T minus twenty-five minutes till one out. Very good. Very good. Till one and only. Curtis, what do you what do you you and the band have any um any plans like what you're gonna uh, it's the September 10th show at the Ritz. Wow. And uh, he's like, no, we're still doing the show. Only everyone has to wear a mask until they have a drink in their hand. <laughs> Which is a- an amazing selling point for the club, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to wear the mask, buy a damn drink. So, well, I'll be there. So, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. With a drink in my I hand. Mean, yeah. We don't know. We don't know if the if it's actually going to be the same by the time the date. Comes yeah. Over. We're gonna try to continue promoting the show and hopefully the numbers start either plateauing or ratcheting downward. And then we can uh we can be comfortable in knowing that they're not going to yank it at the last second. Yeah, there's a lot of people with a lot of shit up in the air right now. It's um it's a little depressing. Oh yeah. Well, let's rock yep. a jam. Let's rock a jam. We're gonna run the slideshow. It. It's got a list of events. We don't know if any of these events are happening or not. The events are um suggestions for something that might happen on our little slideshow of events. And uh, we're gonna run the dangerous. The song is called Vampire. And um I'm gonna go pour myself a drink while this song plays. <laughs>
That was the dangerous. The song is called Vampire. Grade, though, mm-hmm. It was crazy how well it works. Like, my kid's better at this than, like, I'm sorry, like 90% of the people I've seen use this. Like, wait, what? Am, what what's, well where, where's the like, sound coming my from? My kid's better at this than, like, I'm sorry, like. There we go. Somebody was better. Sound. I'm sorry, like 90% of the people work. Like, <laughs> Somebody's better at something than 90% oh, of the work. My kid's better at this. Mystery panelist. Yeah, that's confusing. Somebody shit's haunted. <laughs> it's not mine. Somebody's. It's probably, sh- me. It's probably your, me. Your shit was haunted. My shit's haunted. That's all right. You, we are. Somebody is better at that shit than ninety percent of the people that that use it, whatever it is. <sighs> Chad, they're like ninety percent, ninety percent, like ninety percent. <laughs> Chat's making fun of us. That's good. That's good. I wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. Shout out to the chat That's room. Right. Shout out to the chat. <laughs> If you're listening to this on the podcast, like on Spotify or whatever, make sure you join the now space at twitch.tv slash media. You can make fun of us during the show as well. The now space. Welcome to the now space. We are here for you. <laughs> Embrace so, us. Wait, I, I, I'm only uh, slightly confused here. Uh, where do I see this feed where people are chatting? Twitch.tv slash media. Mm. And then there's a little button to pop the chat out so that then you can close the browser window so that you you don't have the fucking feed running too. You can download the app onto your PC. There's no app for it. You just get you just go to the website. There's an app for your phone. Twitch.tv slash echoplex.media. No, just echoplex media, one word. Oh echo. Hell, I'm running the, the app. It's on Windows 10. That's why. Fabulous. But then you'll, yeah, you'll load it up and you either just mute it out so that it doesn't feedback the, uh, the audio or there's, you can figure out how to pop the chat out and it pops out its own window. Then you can close out it, close the thing out. So you're not even looking at the feed. Uh, sorry, guys. It says that the broadcasters indicated this channel is intended for mature audience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is not a place for your children. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know about that mature part though. <laughs> it should say for adults, not it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't make any assumptions. Oh my god, there's some Billy Eilish <laughs> shit here. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, it's going into some Billy Eilish on Amazon music thing. And it's really blurry. That's not us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're n- you're not subscribed, so you get a little ad. Oh for yeah, you get an ad. The- yeah, yeah. That I think we might make a penny from that. Oh, cool, cool, cool. But like, <laughs> better to take Curtis, that penny. Better to take Curtis. that penny than not take it. <laughs> Somebody give me Curtis now. Excellent. So I see. Uh, let me see. Hey, I see a chat room there. Yep. It's. You see, irate lump, uh, Adam Rainstopper. Amazon wants its money. Got to pay the ad. Mm, the algorithm mm. has spoken. It's um, yeah, the, they're those are our usuals. Those aren't like local music heads, but <laughs> glad our usuals are here. Shout out to all of our usuals. They're usually like 
angry about the things we're covering, but they come here, they're like, ah, the banter's uh, substandard, but the music is excellent. We'll hang out here. We like these people. <laughs> Very good. I saw you pull up a music video earlier. You should play that, uh, that, that uh, emoji video. You know, I was thinking about that while I was pouring a drink, and then I forgot that's what I was thinking about. So we can definitely we'll rock a music video real quick. Uh, you can see it on OBS Ninja. If you want it to full screen, you you can figure out how to full screen the little window there, and you can check out the video. This is uh, from Grow Your Own Recordings. This is a verse featuring G. Willikers. This is Emoji. They recorded this like right at the fucking very beginning of the pandemic. You'll be able to see by like what's on the news and stuff. They did a great job on this video. This is a verse featuring G. Willikers. This is Emoji, and uh, we'll be back. The death toll in this country surpassing 20,000. That includes more than 2,000 lives lost in the last 24 hours. America's deadliest day yet. 783 deaths in New York alone.
is such a good music video and i like knew almost every fucking spot in downtown san jose they were uh they were uh like doing little scenes from you dj'd at one of them recently that's what i said yeah he was sitting there on the fucking in fact exactly where he was sitting is where my shit was like at go on the monopoly board Mm-hmm. The first time we played there, Brandon's like, oh, where do we set up? I'm like, go. You get $200 here, dude. We're setting up here. <laughs> then fucking Brandon was like looking around. A cop drove by and we're setting up like a DJ stand. He's like, we're going to get arrested. It was so funny. <laughs> it's like, dude, we're not going to get arrested. I was like, in about five minutes, there's going to be thousands of bikes here and the police can't possibly arrest everyone. I've heard about this, uh, this fabled Monopoly board. Where is it? Uh, Discovery Meadow, you know, um, <clears throat> oh, do you know where the, uh, the, um, it's like, uh, the, the, the convention center. There's a, the children's uh, museum in the, the back, big duck. the big purple building with the, with the duck on top with the, yeah, wearing yeah. the mask. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If you go back behind there, about 300 yards is the monopoly board. Mm. It's like right on the street there. It's like right on San Carlos by the light rail station. Really? Yeah. Yes. You can't see like it from you, the. You can kind of see the dice from the street, but it's like right next to the street. Oh, okay. Okay. It, yeah, it, I've never been. I've. I. <clears throat> the last time I was in that little meadow uh, was, I think, Fourth of July. God, like two thousand one. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. It's Whoa. in Discovery Meadow, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like right up against the street. Yeah. Uh, children cool. pretend to play Monopoly there, and um, people in light up shoes hand me a drink I don't understand there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it ruins my night. Uh, a pan galactic gargle blaster, I believe, is the term. <laughs> Fucking um, Darkling had a sip of that shit, too. She was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that video was that video was super good, and it came out like right as the pandemic was starting. It was so weird because they were talking about how, like, when they went to film it, that it was a little bit surreal because the streets were dead. Like they were like concerned that when they went to go try to film that video, that there'd just be like a lot of hustle and bustle, and it'd be hard to get the shots they wanted. But that that turned out not to be the case for like a very un, very not good reason. Yeah. But yeah, whoever I don't uh Juan, do you happen to know who produced that video? Yes. Um our good friend Victor. Uh, Juan is muted. Oh, let me let me fix that. Oh no, I hear Juan. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I hear Juan. Can you can you hear Juan? Juan? I hear no one. <laughs> you know, um I'll I'll just uh, tell you that. Um no, uh, Victor um, is is amazing. Is amazing video cinematographer, and he's, he does a lot of different types of um, projects uh, associated with music and other stuff. And he's really good. And uh, what was really, from what I understand from uh, Jesse, was that was that they both gave him like you know different ideas of what they wanted from the music video and Victor for the most part captured it um you know pretty extensively which I thought was cool you know like that that part where he's they're, they're throwing emojis yeah that was a concept that um 
G put out there, and um, Victor was able to knock it out. So that's really impressive. All right. So if uh, if Curtis isn't hearing anybody, Curtis, no, I heard. I heard. I hear now. Okay. Cool. I I, I, I was messing around with what I thought was the global volume. Ah, gotcha. Earlier, and it wasn't global volume. It was individual volume. Oh, I didn't even know that. Uh, I because uh, like when I use this piece of software during a broadcast, like what's available to me is I like know almost nothing about joining. Mm. I like have this control panel here, which is actually pretty dope. Maybe I'll give a little shout out to OBS Ninja. Uh, check out the it's now called VDO Ninja because the OBS project like is it's another open source project, so they weren't dicks about it, but they're like, hey, you don't use our name in your in your thing, so they changed it to VDO Ninja. But go mm. check out that project. They they take donations. They have a Patreon donate to this project because as far as like doing a production we tried fucking everything everything and at first this was a little weird but then we got that rainbow puke shit going on but once i figured out how to get rid of that and we dialed this shit in and i figured out how to like <clears throat> deal with the audio from it this is this is just the best piece of piece like the it's not even a piece of software it's like all peer-to-peer -peer, so there's like almost no lag and this is the best tool we've ever used other streamers need to consider it and if you enjoy what we do around here and sometimes you give us money, go ahead and go over there and kick them a few bucks because this guy does it for free. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't charge for it. And he has this great YouTube channel where he does all these tutorials showing you with adv the advanced things. And um, I'm actually trying to get on there to like show people how to manage it because it, it works a little different in Linux than it does like just to, because the sound system is different. I'm trying to get on there to explain how to do it using Jack and Pulse Audio. But yeah, give that guy a little bit of money because this is, as long as everybody's connection is good, this shit is fucking, this shit is like rock solid. We have no problems with it anymore. And it was yep. the problems at the beginning were just settings issues. I fixed all the settings issues. And uh, the only problem with it is if we were to have 25 people in this room, my computer would be okay. Um, but I think everyone else's computer would get sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's sending all the, sending and receiving all the video streams. Like there's no server in the middle doing all the processing. That's why there's like such low latency. So if you have a big room, I have a pretty powerful machine here, but uh, everybody else is probably on a laptop and your shit would be like trying to, trying to take off, try to, you'd, you'd have your own space program like Elon Musk, except it would be your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> but, the fans uh, an, spinning up were heard around the world. Another great thing about it is if you want to do a quick group call with people and people are like on all these disparate platforms, everybody has a web browser. If you want to do a quick, quick video call with your friends, you just create a room real quick, ignore the control room, copy the link, give it to all your friends. Y'all can use it. Uh, Curtis was in the jail of Facebook uh, this for a couple of days and we, uh, not a lot of people showed up, but I think it was due to confusion, <laughs> but it was, it was due to confusion. I think if you would have been an hour ahead of time and said, Hey, here's where we're all going. Curtis is in Facebook jail. I think your, your whole crew would have showed up because it's easy as fuck to use. So yeah, well, whole crew is, is putting it uh, <laughs> a little heavy. Uh, it's just what, on a Friday. So if we go back into lockdown, is the business coming back? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, depends on how, uh, how strict this lockdown is. Or if we actually go into lockdown, I mean, lockdown isn't even the right word either, by the way, lockdown not. would be like you are, it is illegal to leave your home without permission. What we had mm -hmm. was like, what we had was like a honor so, system, social distancing, general shelter in place. Don't, don't do any kind of superfluous errands. That was like, yeah, yeah. Well, on top of that, it, it was, it was suggested that people remain civil and remain in their homes but there really wasn't anything to do. 
Like if you went out to outside at all, it's like, well, what do we do? Well, we can go to the park again, or we can just go home and like, you know, watch more movies. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, the one thing that was nice though, was that a lot of people didn't know that they could go outside. And so I'd like go for a ride on the trail. And usually the trail's kind of busy, especially going towards those Gatos. Cause there'd be hella basic on the trail. And, uh, not at the beginning of the fucking pandemic. Let me tell you when nobody on the trail, so I could just fucking just go to good clip ride, fucking not pay attention. Usually it's like, usually you got to pay attention. Cause people aren't like, like on a trail, you just fucking, it's like driving. If you fucking stay to the right on the trail, if you're walking or riding a bike, you're going to be fine. But no, that's not how people do it. You fucking got fucking, you got Karen, Becky and Susan walking all fucking arm in arm three wide, not fucking paying attention to anybody. If you try to get around them, they act like you've inconvenienced them or something. Aaron, Becky, and Susan. I just thought of three basic names. I think I know them. I think I know them. <laughs> well, I certainly hope that they, uh, that the government will take this opportunity to make psilocybin legal. I don't think we are going to last too long in this current state. No, I, I'm serious. Like, you know, when they're, I, I think they already do um, prescribe um, if you want to call it psychedelic treatment to veterans coming back from war, you know, mm. different types of stuff. Um, I think that we're, look, let's just face it. We're in a fucking war. I think the country's it's, it's a war against this thing. Okay. It sounds cliche. It sounds it doesn't have any stupid. oil. Nobody's taking it seriously. Right. <laughs> but, but, but I think that, you know, we have to say that we are That's on funny. major duress. And I think it's time to consider that we need drugs to keep us, to keep <laughs> us chill. I mean, I don't know because like you say, Curtis, how many fucking goddamn movies can you watch on, on TV? How many subscriptions can you, until you finally get burnt out and say, fuck this. I, you know, I don't know. Save the, save the USA microdose today. <laughs> or macro dose whatever works is cosmo around if so you're macro dosing whether you want to or not <laughs> i don't know the you one of the limbs macro. from the tree is gone cosmo might have gone with it <laughs> but you know i think that like you were saying about like movies and stuff i think the people who were doing music or streaming or who are a painter or who are a dj or who fucking knit or crochet or whatever those people had a bit of an advantage during the pandemic because they they're like oh i can i can work on this i can get i have time to work on this thing i've been you know trying to do or whatever for a while or you know people who had bought a bicycle but never started riding it they're like fuck no time like the present start riding the bicycle i guess sure sure so i think i think like people who had only had interests that involved being around other people those people were um you know, in a lot more trouble, like emotionally and mentally, yeah. not to say that that's all extroverts. Cause I'm certainly an extrovert, but I have a lot of interests that require that involve me sitting down and doing something, you know, this show, it was an extrovert experience. There were 20 fucking people in my living room, plus a panel for a long time for local love. And it took us a while to figure out how to do it remotely. And it was mostly that I just needed a badass computer or nothing that we were going to try was going to work. Right. But I think that, you know, people artists like they had a hard time on the financial side in a lot of ways but i think on the emotional and mental well-being side so long as their material needs were met i think artists had an easier time in this because they had some kind of outlet something to do something to focus on 
even if you're just riffing on your guitar and writing songs by yourself or figuring out cool bass lines and then recording and calling your friend, you go, dude, I got this bass line. I got this bass line or just anything, you know, even if you're really, really into TV and movies, you know, if you're one of those people that calls them films, then, then this was fine. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm sorry, but fucking dumb and dumber is not a film. All right. <laughs> dumb and dumber is a movie and just barely 100% criterion. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Juan, were you, didn't you find yourself kind of fiddling on your keyboards and stuff a little bit more maybe than you otherwise would have been when you were stuck at home? I mean, You know, like, I'm not, just to be to be extremely real, I mean, like, I don't particularly like playing by myself. With I don't like playing with myself. I like <laughs> the idea of just being like. I mean, you're you're you know you. I guess you you know you called you called you called it out on me. Like, I am a type of musician that really get, gets off more than anything with being able to perform with with homies. You know, like. I mean, yeah, the stage thing is good. That's great. You get this, you get the interaction for the audience, and that's always like the the most optimum uh, experience that you we can get as a musician. But really, like just being able to get in the room, whether it's practice, rehearsal, or like in a live setting, it's like you know you really um, cherish those moments where there's like uh, you're seeing movement happen, and your look and your eyes are always looking at everyone and saying, okay, well, and those are the, like, for, you know, perfect example, Rebels Camp, you know, the sessions we had, the recordings that we did, the, the, the mind melding, mind melting uh, moments where we didn't even record the shit we should have, but it took us to a place and it's like these, it's somehow for some fucking reason, which I can't, I'm, that maybe this is what I'm trying to grasp my head around is that we, for a minute that I was in heaven, I was in Nirvana, and now I blink once and maybe even twice, and I'm like right in this this very dystopian, like what the fuck? You mean I can't play in the room with my homies? We, you know, we're worrying. We, what the fuck? You mean the, the the venues are are having to close down because they can't afford to the, the thrive? What the fuck? Bay Area is kind of like um, dusting out. Like it's like in the midst of this, what they are now calling the doom economy. Somehow, mother motherfucker has gone to the moon or to up in space, two of them at least. But here we are. We can't. We can't seem to find uh, our way out of this. And and I, I, I hate to sound depressing on this, but it's like I've been thinking about this for for a minute now. And I'm just like, you know what, this, you know, who knows? I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with respect to the future. But if we do get past this, I hope to fucking God that we will be able to have, we will have learned something about, not about this thing, but ourselves and what, what are we willing to sacrifice? I mean, honestly, like, you know, sacrificing friendships even uh in the sense that you know now for people that are ideologically in opposition to you it's tough it's not easy 
but you know more and more you find that um especially with respect to vaccine anti-vaccination i mean i thought i i thought i saw it all with the, with the trump era like i swear to god with like four years of that bullshit and i thought it couldn't have gotten any more bizarre and mental but suddenly on january <laughs> come january we're 21 uh we enter a new age where anti-vax anti-vaxxers and all these other people have just like fucked the game up so fucking hard well the the problem is that i think what we learned is that there's more of those people than we thought there were which is where i was ahead of that fucking curve i knew that shit i was like no this is a problem this is a problem people are like why aren't you covering normal news i'm like no no no, this is a problem this this all this is a problem this is a problem we need these people they're not going to be there for us. It's a problem. That's not really what I said, but I was like, this is going to be a problem. This is a bigger problem than you think it is. It was a bigger problem than I thought it was, but I was telling everybody they didn't understand the, the, the magnitude of the problem. Now we got fucking, now we got 30% of people just won't go get the fucking thing. No, for, for real. And, and, and I'll tell you what, man, um, when you first started talking about that, I was like, what, you know, he's on to something, but I didn't know the extent of what he was on. And it turns out that you were like in already in Dante's hell way before everyone else was. <laughs> right, I'm, like, like, I'm like, it really, I'm like, up, it really sucks here. Come join me. You're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and I'm like, well, now a pandemic came around and you have no choice. No, I was just watching the, uh, the news tonight. Uh, they were covering different stories about, you know, the pandemic and how people are dealing with it. And they, Followed a story about a lady who came from Taiwan and she brought all of her family members to San Francisco for what they call a pandemic holiday, right? And they bring them to San Francisco because San Francisco requires that you get some sort of vaccination. And they get off the plane and they get a vaccination. And she spent $18,000 to get her family across the water because they could not find vaccinations in their country. Damn. No, that's like the, the most privileged shit in the world where there's, we got somebody named Choi in our chat from Georgia, not the state of Georgia, the country of Georgia. Mm. And I think it's a him. He comes in here and he's like, I, I, I need the vaccine. I can't get the vaccine. And then we're covering people here who won't get it. And he's like, talking all this oh i don't like this i don't this makes me you know this and that and i'm like why are you in my channel and he's like oh it's great yeah <laughs> or they fucking go to they fake like they're gonna get the fucking vaccine and then they snag the whole vial and run off with it oh yeah we saw a video of somebody <laughs> was like can i see the vial and just walked out of the fucking vaccine center with the vial you know what Whoa. i'm not for summary execution but i thought about it for a minute <laughs> i mean you know what i'm saying i'm like not it's Whoa. not like that place was gonna run out of vaccine it's just like other people in other countries see that, and now they're like, "Well, I mean, we do got nukes. Yeah, we can yeah. just blow that thing off the planet." Well, they were they were saying that a single vial could do six people. Yeah, right? so that's six people without without vaccine. Right, I think at that point there was an abundance, but still, it's mm -hmm. like it's like you're being the big. You're like, if you think about people in other countries <clears throat> who want nothing more in the world than to get this vaccine so they don't fucking die. Mm -hmm. And then they mm -hmm. see this video. They hate Americans even more now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's bizarre. I just, I just, 
I just yeah. wish this would have gone a different way. I wish this was would have gone a different way. And well, the the thing that that gets me, and and I've I've talked a lot about this in the last couple of days with friends and and whatnot, is that we are in a position as a country where the goal is to confuse and thus make all efforts to save lives seem like they failed right so we have one party that's like okay it, maybe if we can prove that this system fails on a grand scale then we could take it over fascist state we can we can take it over and then we have more say so and the public has less say so and at the same time they're losing their constituents because their constituents are stupid enough to follow this so oh and the worst part is we have we have another party that instead of like when you, they go to punch they're like we could punch right but let's go ahead and punch the other direction yeah but you know what it, it's that's 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 the thing is is are they looking for people to simply be confused and to end and for the democrats and the regular americans to say you know oh this is acceptable or are they waiting for them to punch back so that they can say see they punch back see they're a bunch of fucking assholes what's up chip deville hey what's good can you hear me my, my yep. fucking chip deville we can hear you. Yep. you you sound a little muffled but maybe it's just your mic i can adjust that hang on how's that i hear Ooh, buzz. what a hum there all right i gotta fix this if you uh, turn off your camera on the little on the little contr- uh, whatever whatever we're not running we're not running the tightest ship around here that's fine that's Chip Deville he's a DJ uh, today Madison Star Moon uh, aped some of our content and put it up on our own channel with Chip spinning and uh, scratching some of her uh, some of her samples that we have it was really weird we thought about filing a copyright claim and then we realized it's awesome that she like stole our content <laughs> Madison knows who I am now. Yes. I feel validated. Yeah, I don't know what you're plugged into. I forgot all about it. I laughed my ass off all over again. <laughs> I honestly, I watched it. I was like, damn, I was a little rusty, but it's all good. Like, because that's like eight and a half minutes of just Madison scratching. You should right. do it again. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for round two. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I know yeah. Dave's got a whole new soundboard, so, so I think we're going to have to make this happen. I have a few new. Uh, introduce yourself real quick. Hey, what's up? I'm Chip DeVille. Uh, I am an occasional co-host on Local Love. I am a DJ about the the, the, the Bay Area and sometimes other places. And um, I'm, I'm just a dude who really likes smoking weed and playing music. Fuck yeah, me too. Yeah. Although I've been out of weed for a couple days and I'm too lazy to like acquire more. Huh. You know, like, I live, like, a few blocks away, right? I texted you the other day about that, and you didn't text me back, so... Oh, fuck, my bad. I don't much. <laughs> people not returning emails, people ain't returning text messages. I I'm sorry, because I was... I think that's, like, one, one thing from the pandemic, especially. Like, I already didn't really like texting much, but, like, now, man, after, after like, being with nothing but my phone, I don't give a fuck about it. Like, I try to avoid my phone as much as possible. Well, since I, like, have a different job now, I attend five different fucking meetings a day, and three of them are virtual. And it's like... Oh, the joys of telecommuting. 
yeah no i work on site it's just some others don't meeting i mean no they all work on site too they just work on they just oh my god you see my supervisor's schedule like but like all the like google calendar or whatever will organize all your meetings for you and it's just a one huge blob <laughs> sometimes he's listening to two at once he's ridiculous it's yeah so your gig ended early tonight my friend yeah yeah it was it was too fucking hot out and so nobody came to the restaurant i play over at a restaurant now a couple days a week and then uh uh to touch on something we were talking about earlier in the show uh i do the drag queen bingo on wednesdays at the cedar room in campbell um but we're actually not going to be doing tomorrow's show because of the new mask mandate um and i know that like uh, you guys were mentioning like how like some venues are, are considering like you know showing proof of vaccination and stuff like that and i definitely know of a few places that are starting to consider doing this sort of a thing which is hey chip can you do me a favor can you tap your microphone lightly okay it is your microphone i don't know i don't know what kind of potato you have I'm your microphone i'll switch mics give me give me like a few minutes oh if you if you press the camera button you'll you'll disappear from the overlay but you won't be removed from the call like on the bottom there's a little there you go look at that fuck fuck yeah that's the other thing i love about this shit magical magical that that shit's amazing video ninja everybody if you're a streamer out there and you you're like you're running panels I actually know the fucking fan on the computer i used to c control video ninja is now starting to be like because <laughs> i use it like, a, like <laughs> so <clears throat> i have a great story at the beginning of the pandemic my co-host HK Perrin really needed a camera and he was like, Hey, um, I really need a camera. I know you have a bunch of them and now you're only using one because you can't have anybody over. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I know you have, you have a pretty modern extra laptop. And he's like, I will trade you for that immediately. And so I traded like a camera that I got out of the bottom of a fucking box of shit. When we used to be in a warehouse for work for a fucking like, I don't know. $2,000 laptop that was a year and a half old. Fuck yeah, pandemic. But now I'm out of cameras. Like if, if, I have a, if I were to have like everybody in the studio, I don't have enough cameras. If I was to do five, but also we don't do five people in the studio anymore. That's bullshit. All right. Does this sound better? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. All right. I just Hold on. At some point, we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds. Hooray, $20 microphones. Oh, you got to love them. So you were you were saying about the venue that you're at? Uh, are they are they requiring va vaccine uh, proof? So they're considering it. I know that that was like recently talked about. Is that like now going forward they're going to consider doing that? Which I understand the logic behind it, but at the same time, like you had touched upon, Dave, like you know people can easily fake that paperwork, especially since technically you're not supposed to laminate those things actually. Yeah, I thought it was only your social security card. You're not supposed to laminate your social security card. Well, they don't want you to laminate the the cards because the inks can smear and and uh, can become discolored. Yeah, but paper falls apart. That's that's the one fucked up logic I think about all that right. stuff. Is but also the the labels that they use those to print some of the certain are thermo are therm, thermo labels. Mm -hmm. So when you put them through the laminating machine, they'll discolor. 
but I just put mine on a lower temperature setting and sent it through a couple of times and it worked. It was fine. I mean, the solution, I was like, just go, just tell it California vaccine proof app in Google. And there's a thing, it just shows up in your Google pay, or if you're on Apple, I think it shows up in something else. And it's an app that's dedicated for that. They can scan the fucking bar. They can scan the QR code with their phone. I don't know how that works on the other side, but it like has your name, the date you were vaccinated, your date of birth, and they can just verify that that's the same as your, um, as your, as your ID. And they can do it when they take your ID, this app, you cannot make a fake version of the app. I mean, you could, I know a couple, I know, and I'm not two unemployed software engineers. Well, one retired, one unemployed, and they could probably duplicate it, but it would be a lot of work. Way more work than trying to duplicate the card. I've, and I think I've got this great idea. Microchipping. Dude, that's already <laughs> in the vaccine. Dude, we watched a video the other night where they said that the vaccine has something where the, if they shine a light in your eye, your eye will reflect a certain way and it'll mm. it'll and I was like, Well, that's that would be great actually. Because <clears throat> now all I'm they need saying, to do all they need to do is shine a little light in your eye and your it just says yes or no, right? <laughs> I mean, it was some dumb conspiracy theorist making up some shit, but I was like, actually, that sounds, you know what, you know, the microchip too, like, what does it do if it's read only and it just has like my credit card information and my vaccine status and like a few things and I just run it over a thing like you do with your phone with NFC or whatever, Oh, whatever, fucking chip me immediately. Dude, I'd, I'd be about it. You know how often I forget to bring my wallet somewhere or like, like I don't have my ID. Daddy's old enough to get a drink. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that heads will explode literally if, if, in hearing that. That's Especially actually another ends. side effect of the J and J one. Actually, their pets. what? What? The mark of the beast? Oh my god! No, I watched a video. We watched a video. It got pulled off of YouTube. It's somebody we're trying to get taken off a of Patreon right now, where they said that a woman had the vaccine and then she had a stillbirth where the baby's head exploded. I'm not kidding. The guys that got, runs a like science choir runs Ooh. a science communication channel. Sounds like something you see on like a like on a grocery store tabloid. <laughs> Woman Smash gets vaccine and baby's shit. head explodes. What does Bat Boy fit into all this? You know, Bat Boy is vaccinated. <clears throat> Bat Boy has a comorbidity, being Bat Boy. So Bat Boy was uh, first in line, <laughs> actually. Well, he's the one that started the damn. Pandemic. Oh, that's right. If you don't, if yeah. you don't, if you don't believe it's a bio weapon, then it was Bat Boy. It's the World right. Weekly News's fault. They were the one who exposed Batboy to the world. <laughs> All right, we're going to rock this Ashes Fallen video. This is Vampira, the Ballad of Mila. Everybody on the other end of this, if you haven't seen this video, make sure you full screen this window from OBS Ninja. This video is hella good. Uh, we'll be right back, everybody. This is uh, Ashes Fallen. Check out our interview with Ashes Fallen on YouTube so that we can have 39 views on it. A vision of fantasy 
That was Vampire the Ballad of Milo. That was by Ashes Fallen. It was a tribute to <clears throat> Vampira, who was the predecessor to Elvira. Uh, Elvira stole her bit, and uh, well, Elvira made a bunch of money, and Vampira didn't. God damn. Also, uh, shout out to Michelle Perry, who legitimately learned how to use a video editor in the process of making that video. Like, can yo. I, can I just say how fucking shocked I was when I discovered that was the first time she touched the program and out that came the video? It just went. Okay, Chip, say it. Jay. Oh, shit. James Perry. Thank you. <laughs> We were coming back from an event, and there was there's this guy in my uh, neighborhood who walks around, looks a little bit like James Perry. And fucking Chip yells out the window. He's like, James Perry. Dude, he's just walking down the street. <laughs> so the media went had to dip. She works early. I want to I want to say I appreciate her jumping on here, because sometimes it takes yes. a little while for other people to show up, and this show is difficult. This show's difficult. You know what's really funny is we cover all this whacked out fucking crazy shit. This is the hard show. It's hard to get an audience, hard to hard to like have a, a steady panel, hard to like keep conversation flowing. Uh, it's, it's it's basically being a Bay Area musician in a nutshell, if you really think about it. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jeff, thank you. Well, San Jose it's, specifically, it, yeah, especially. Well, I'll tell you what I hear from a lot of cats. Maybe Curtis can expound upon this, mm -hmm. but I hear it from a lot of cats. It's the game is it ain't easy out here. I mean, the music game that is. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we talked about this before. It's it's the, the San Jose specifically. It's uh, even before the pandemic. The problem is women, and it's not that women are the problem. It's the problem is there's no women at the fucking shows. Like women are fine. Save that for the soundboard. Just the problem is women. Yeah, don't don't fucking clip that, anybody. The music scene sucks because of the women. No, the music scene an sucks. Hour and thirty nine minutes into the show. Remember, we'll mark that for later. <laughs> it's an hour and thirty nine into the show. <laughs> Taking notes, taking notes. Chip, like, um, I'm going to figure out how to clip something out of Twitch. <laughs> I'm going to clip this bitch. Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was always a struggle, even before the pandemic. Like, like, like South Bay specifically was a really rough nut to crack. I mean, and I know that they struggle with it in like East Bay and in the city, even. But I mean, I'd say it's a little more of an uphill climb out this way and a lot of it is just the main demographic like like you know people move to the city yeah because of, like tech and, and everything else but they also move to sit to like sf because everything else that goes on there so you kind of you can throw a show any night of the week and you'll at least get some people coming you know where i don't know out here people got jobs and they're boring and they don't want to do anything. Yeah, I, th I think the real problem with uh, with the Bay Area is that it's not sold as a mecca for art. Yeah, it doesn't like, have like, the same creativity thing as like Austin or Portland or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, back in the day, it was. I mean, the San Francisco used to be the cultural center of America. You know, when the when the hippies took over uh, Haight Nashbury, it became the cultural center of America. And then years and years later, you see that it's become the economic force of America. So people are interested in coming here to make money. And you say, hey, come check out my art on you know, Friday night. 
and they say, is that art going to give me my first million? And you say no, and they say, great, like, bye-bye. <laughs> and that's, that's literally it. That's a little. You get likes when you post about your shows. Lucky. Yeah, you get a lot of likes, but you know, and like, like, oh yeah, sure, I'm gonna go. No, they're not gonna go. See, I could post some like dumb bullshit, and like, I'll get all sorts of interaction. But then, like, I'm like, hey guys, got a show coming up, and like two, three, like my stalker, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like, no, man, I think that I think that like what's really what's going on here is that like. I think like people are just like heavily reliant on one website. That website is Facebook. It's a tough road on other spots, but once you get a foothold somewhere that isn't Facebook, if it's Twitch, if even YouTube, I'm not telling you how to get a foothold on YouTube, by the way, I give somebody $10 walking down the street, say, Oh, follow my YouTube channel and they give me my $10 back. Right? Like, <laughs> but once you get like once you get a foothold somewhere else, the people that are going to that other place are going there to find people like you. If it's yeah. Twitter, if it's YouTube, if it's Twitch, uh, if it's Discord, they're going there to find you or someone like you because it's not like where their mom is. And well, so, well, I, I just I just want to interject one thing in there is that. I've been in the Bay Area in the music scene a lot longer than Facebook has, and it's always been this way. Really? I don't know. Like I, South I, Bay specifically? Yeah, yeah. South Bay specifically. Uh, South Bay specifically. Uh, okay, even, yeah. yeah, even even when I was, you know, say 20 years old working at a cafe, I knew everyone in town. It was impossible to get people over to the party, over to the show, because you either hung out with people because you were making connections to make money or you were making connections to make drugs. And that was it. That was it. Nothing else fucking mattered. And now that there's Facebook, it's just that on a different level. Or at least I mean, here. I mean, yeah, that kind of makes sense, especially. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could find drugs on Facebook, but that's another story for another show. <laughs> you probably find a lot of drugs. You just uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could find them if you if you look hard enough. I just <laughs> I'm not looking that hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. You know, I, I hear what you're saying, man, um, and that's probably to a large degree true. You know. But it, it always amazes me, like, this weird dynamic with respect to, like, you just how you nailed it on the head. But in a city like San Francisco, it's, a whole, it's another universe when money becomes, you know, when money becomes a thing out there. Well, when it, and then people I mean, got I money. Yeah, but I mean, even even I know that like even in in places like SF and Oakland and stuff like that. I mean, like you could still, I mean, they still have their struggles too. Especially like you know any any local act, you know that's trying to like you know get noticed or get some sort of traction is gonna is always gonna, you know, like tell you a similar story where it's like, hey, you know, like yeah, we've we've got a pretty good following for what we got, but like trying to get people to come out to a show that's like fucking pulling teeth you know 
And I'm sure that's kind of like universal, no matter like what what the town, to like, some degree. You mentioned like 20 years ago, and I'm thinking like 20 years ago, 2001, 2002. We we were running this venue. Uh, me, my friend Jared, and this this gal Heather were running this venue. It was in San Francisco. It was under a karate studio. It was called the Dungeon, and we would have an a fucking promoter call somebody in the morning, and by the morning I mean 1 p.m. and They'd be like, oh, our whole shit fell apart, you know, blah, 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 this and that. And we would feel really bad. And we'd be like, all right, we'll give you half your deposit back. Uh, can you give us the name? Like, because they had already promoted the show. The show wouldn't be happening. And we'd have to put together a show in a few hours. And we would sell the place out. Um, and, you know, we'd reduce the price or whatever, but it was like a different scenario. But it was because... It was like it was like the early two thousands, like right after the rave explosion of the late nineties, and people would be like, "There's a rave where," and but that was also like the days where you would like call a voicemail for details, and the voicemail wouldn't get changed until like after eleven p.m. and like no, this was even like, better. This is even better. We'd post on Bay Raves, and people would see who posted it. Would be like, "We have an event. You know where it is. The event canceled. Here's the list of DJs. We have five spots available." And then everybody would be like clamoring for the five spots. And we'd be like, we're just kidding. Now we're extending everyone's sets. Cause you're all being annoying. And <laughs> but, but, but it's but like, how it's, many, how many people were seeking those raves out because they really, truly, honestly loved the music and the scene versus people that just wanted to hook up for drugs. 50, 50. <laughs> That's it. Well, and then like, I mean, you remember the days of the gaslighter and stuff too. I mean, like, like I think one of the one of the huge keys to the gaslighter's success at that time in like the early two thousands, like late nineties, was also. I mean, it was it was somewhere where if you were twenty one, you could still go and kind of get that club experience and hang out with your friends and like see a good show and fucking just rock out. Like, I I don't know, and like. Well, and then with raves too, like when I was like coming up and doing like the rave scene and shit, like, yeah, I mean, you were 21. That's people, where you were at. You were at whatever warehouse. Yeah, party exactly. Exactly. Like all the undergrounds was cracking before I could go to bars, you know? But again, like that's a, it, it was a different time. And I think that like things changed a lot because Curtis had mentioned that this place was like a Mecca of that. This place is a Mecca of business. And in the early two thousands, it was that way. But it wasn't quite so much that way. It was like Yahoo, right? It was like mm. Yahoo and a little bit of eBay and PayPal. Mm. We didn't have these mm. mega, like there was nothing no, 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 on the no, scale the, of Facebook no, at that the time. Dot, the dot-com bubble was gigantic. Right, but it was like pets.com and shit. It was like, it was different. Like, I no, understand, it was, but it was, it was definitely different than than the landscape now because the landscape now is filled with so many fucking apps that you don't know what the fuck is going on and entrenched interests that are trillion dollar companies right yeah yeah but i mean i was i was deeply in the tech scene in uh 1997 98 i, I had uh dude i worked at creative with... labs when that was yeah. like a great place to work and like a, like they were like oh shit you work at creative labs now you tell yeah. somebody you work at creative labs they're like oh that's cute did you make a sound blaster yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I worked at uh, I, I worked at Yahoo Spinner, which became AOL did, Spinner. Did you ever go to the parties in the basement at the old Yahoo building? Uh, which one? The one in San Francisco or the one uh, in uh, in the South Bay? The South Bay. I think it's Sunnyvale. 
Yeah, I've 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 been to the ones in San Francisco. I've, I've never been to this the parties. Oh in my Bay. god! I got inv- oh my god! It was like two nineteen ninety seven. I was working at VA Linux Systems and going to college still, mm-hmm. and I got invited to a party in the Yahoo basement. I have never done so much fucking cocaine in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but that's gone now. Like there's no, that's like the thing about it is like, there's no more rebellion in to Silicon Valley anymore. None of Facebook's not throwing a rave. Yeah. Yahoo threw a, threw legitimate raves in their basement in Sunnyvale and the police didn't come. Yeah. I met fucking Kara Swisher (laughs) at a rave and I didn't know who she was. She asked if I was okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, honey, are you okay? I was like, I've just done a lot of cocaine. She's like, I don't do cocaine. If if you're not okay, can you let me know? <laughs> like, we don't know. That's gone. The whole like, yeah. a, the whole fucking like pirate flag at the Apple building. This was, there was a bit of like, like maybe up until about just after 9-11, maybe there was a bit of rebellion to the Silicon Valley business scene. Not like, not like the kind of rebellion where like Peter Thiel's an asshole. That's a different kind of rebellion. But there was a bit of a rebellion. Well, even just si- like office business casual, like was what, what I would say was changed because of Silicon Valley and like business casual was like you showed up hungover. <laughs> it was like, man, I remember like being a kid and like hearing about ooh at Google, like they don't have to wear like button-down shirts and uniforms you could wear jeans and a t-shirt oh rebels <laughs> you know like, well no but it was rebellious in a different way too like uh, curtis was talking about like when yahoo was in san francisco um i don't know if i went to parties there particularly but there were a lot of parties at a lot of these like when south of market when tech started showing up in south of market like a lot of that money trickled down into the underground like into the music scene and it was these businesses that wanted to like throw a party for their employees and they just figured they'd invite the town. And so, yeah, there was business going on, but it was different. It was, it just seemed rebellious. It might be like that I was young, yeah. but it's just completely different. Could you imagine Google yeah, having but- a party of any kind where they just invited the public, please? The few, the few events that I went to, I remember there was always some guy that looked like uh some guy that was uh, probably well to do in the company or thinks he was well to do in the company comes out and says a little speech in a suit that is way too large for him <laughs> and he looks like he's way too sweaty like he's had a lot of alcohol a lot of a lot of cocaine yeah i mean there's, those, a, lot of, I, uh, there's a lot of I, sh- shouting about how the company is doing so fucking good and then everyone does a woo, and then there's lo- really loud boom boom music, and then just things get sloppy really quickly. That's, Office parties are I'm just cringe. That's all it is, man. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Is well, it was it was what it, it's kind of what Dave is talking about, which is it starts as as a legitimate attempt to do a company event, and then all the all the people that work at the company, their friends show up and then their friends show up and then their friends show up. And then it's just like the floors are just wet with mystery moisture and everyone is stupid. And you're like, how do I get home? Because my ride <laughs> is right, there was no Uber back then. 
funny? One of the fucking parties at Yahoo, like I was, um, I was living, well, I was half living in Fremont and half living at Berk in Berkeley at the time. And I was just kind of standing in the parking lot. Some dude fucking comes up in some fucking car with weird doors. I don't remember because I was fucked up. He's like, get in. I'm taking you home. <laughs> and he took me home and it was scary, but like, I don't know, maybe he was the CFO, but like that's gone. And what it's been replaced with. Well, no, but that's. F- that trickled down to the culture in a way, you know what I'm saying? That, that that some of that sort of kind of old, there was a lot of old hippies that were kind of involved in that. And it trickled down to the culture in a lot of ways. And as that grew up, as it was going to grow up, nothing took its fucking place. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, for, for example, um, I get called by two of my friends that are, uh, we're, we're high school buddies, right? And uh, somewhere around 2001, I think, we go down to uh, Halloween night on the Castro. And oh, my God, I miss remember, Halloween yeah. in the Castro. But also, people got blatted three years in a row, so you can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, But Halloween in the Castro used to be fucking crazy. But it was and, good vibes, uh, too, up until people started getting blatted. Like, it was a little bit chaotic, yeah. but it, there was, you didn't see a lot of violence. Like, people were hugging straight people, gay people, everybody mixing yeah. together. Yeah. Oh, and there were so women there. Flat. What's blatted? They were there were shootings. That's why Halloween and the oh, Castro yeah. got shut down. There were shootings uh, three years in a row. Yeah, yeah. People brought their beef that had nothing to do with Halloween and the Castro. Because my understanding when you go there is you leave your fucking and you should do this anyway. If you enter a party, whatever troubles you got with anybody, you leave yeah. them as soon as you walk into that party. You ain't got a problem with anybody anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. And well, then, first of all, you leave your fucking firearm at home before you even consider going to the party. Uh, but, but freedom, anyway, sir, freedom. Uh, anyway, in this particular, in this particular event, I'm, I'm walking around with, uh, two other, uh, uh, friends from high school. One is like, uh, one is like a world traveler guy that, that, you know, he's like a macho dude. Right. And then, uh, the other friend is this like kind of, a uh, uh, kind of a whimpery, you know, little slump shoulder, you know, kind of nerdy guy. Right. And, uh, we're, I'm having me streaming. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And they know. <laughs> and uh, we're walking, we're walking, right? We're, we're three in flank, right? And uh, I'm talking and I talk to the dude and then I talk to the nerdy guy and then I talk to the dude and I go to talk to the nerdy guy and he's gone. Literally like that, like that quick. And we spend all night going up and down. Castro right, because everybody before. didn't have a cell phone or if you did, it wasn't oh, yeah. like now where you could be like, let me give you a pin for my location. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is it after nine o'clock? I have I don't have my free nights and weekends. Yeah. So so we uh, we had I, I think we had one cell phone uh, or either we uh, I think he had a cell phone, but we didn't. So we kept stopping at uh, pay phones to make <laughs> pay phones. I saw one at light, I saw one waiting for the bus the other day at the light rail yeah. station. I'm like, holy shit, a pay phone. Yeah. So we literally walked up and down Castro looking for him and calling him, uh, calling his name out uh, the thousands of people and nothing happened. And then we're like, how do we get home? And we realized that getting a cab home was ridiculous. It was going to be like $200. So we decided we were going to walk around San Francisco until morning and then take, <laughs> and take the train home. And so we walked around San Francisco until morning got on the train and just as we're getting on the train uh we get notification that that he's called us back so like we, on a pager or something yeah something happened something like that so we call him back and we're like uh we're like hey dude we're getting on the train right now where are you and he's all i don't know 
And I said, that's a weird response. So who are you at someone's house? He's like, I think so. You're like, well, that might is either good or very bad. And what, what turned out, what turned out is he was walking next to us and he was, I mean, we're throwing back as many uh, drinks as possible. Uh, and he was a lightweight and he fell to his knees vomiting without saying anything to us, without grabbing us or nothing, just boom, dropped. And some, uh, elderly trans, uh, couple had found him and they them. said, they said, Oh honey, you got, you got to come up to the apartment right now. And they walked him upstairs to their apartment and they gave him a, uh, a pot to, to barf in and they gave him water and they let him sleep it out on the couch. And that's amazing. That's amazing. I don't think that would happen now. It depends. Like there's a bit of a community still in the Castro, but the problem is again, there's the events in the Castro, like, <clears throat> like, you know, I'm a gay dude. And from, yeah. from what 16 on, I was going to events in the Castro and it basically around the time that Halloween and the Castro changed, the community seems to have changed a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, people couldn't afford to live there anymore. Mostly people can't afford to fucking live in the Castro. I was like, yeah. oh, maybe one day I'll get an apartment in the Castro. I, if I fucking really wanted to, I guess I could get an apartment in the Castro, but I'd fucking be like renting out the couch on the living room. It would be a bad scene, right? Yeah. Although I was watching rent in San Francisco dive during the pandemic. And I almost feel like as soon as I saw fucking, I saw a two bedroom flat, like not on Castro, but in the Castro. And I saw a two bedroom yeah. flat for $2,400 once. And I almost feel like it was like two year lease. I almost feel like i almost feel stupid for not getting it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because like literally a month after I didn't get it, like the guy I work with moved to San Bruno. And so then I'd be like closer to him. My yeah. rent would be lower. I'd have one less bedroom, but my rent like overall would be lower yeah. than it is now. And I'd live in the fucking Castro. Yeah. But then like the lease ends and they're like, oh, now your rent is $4,200, you know? Yeah. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. a rent controlled place or whatever, but yeah, everything, everything really changed and it's, you know, it's, um, it's too bad. I feel like the one thing about this that could have happened is that the, the remote work thing, cause I bet there's a lot of people who live in San Francisco and even San Jose Mountain View who don't really want to live here. They'd rather live in a little less dense place. Pay, pay less for their space and get a bigger space and just telecommute. Mm -hmm. And that was the one thing that could have happened to where people mm -hmm. who want to live in the city could afford to live here. And the people who don't want to live here could get the fuck out and keep their job at, you know, I don't know, Google yeah. Micron, whatever it is, yeah. Aptina doesn't matter what the fuck the company is. And that ended up, it started to happen. But as soon as people thought everybody was going to be able to go back to normal, it fucking stopped. Yeah. And, now everything's actually not going to go back to normal. The next wave could be worse. Mm -hmm. And the good thing that could have happened didn't happen. Yeah. Cause I've met people who legitimately, like I've been on dates and I'm like, Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I really like it here in Campbell. And they're like, Oh, you know, I just live here because of work. If it were up to me, I'd be out a little further and have a house. And uh, you know, and I'm like, Oh, that sucks. And I'm just thinking that that's driving up rent for people here and they're not happy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. The, the problem then that happens for those folks, honestly, is their internet, right? If you're out in the middle of nowhere, your internet is going to be garbage. Yeah. Yeah. 
plus if you're trained to kind of like the uh the social atmosphere of a city and then you go out to the middle of nowhere uh it feels like the people are garbage and it's not true it's not i used true. to there's believe that good, yeah i used good, to believe that bad people i'm gonna tell you i used to believe that but um yeah. media when she had to dip because she has a early morning job thank you by the way media wench for uh, spending your time with us tonight when you could have been asleep uh, i met some of her people up in reading and and also there's rural people who hang out and chat there's other twitch streamers who were kind of twitch friends with although we stopped making friends on here because those people all end up hating each other fuck politics twitch but um i like started to realize that when you go out to those places the loud and proud people are the shitty people but there's like yeah it's not like it's 80 20 out there like up in Reading. Yeah. it's like it's like 55 45 or 60 40 and yeah, yeah. that 40 percent of people who are like us or more like us they're just being drowned out because they're afraid of getting shot and yeah, so, yeah. so it's like it's not really as kind of cut and dry as people think it is and my view on like rural america has changed dramatically yeah and yeah. i'd say it probably happened in the last two years yeah um and, uh, well, I, th I think they're they're afraid of getting shot, but uh, in some communities, but most communities, they're just afraid of being glommed in with these other people. They're so bombastic, so hard to be around. Some like dude that hasn't showered in a couple of days, screaming like, "Hey, America!" It's like you've just well, no, no, that's the person you they're fighting against. But yeah, and but they don't maybe want to fight every day either. They don't want to. They don't want to do the culture war every day. Yeah, of course. Because they, they like they live in like, for example, up in Shasta <clears throat> County, Reading. It's beautiful up there. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, you know, what? I'm going to go hiking. <laughs> fuck yeah. the city council. Fuck the town. <laughs> you know, the the board of supervisors meeting. Fuck the fucking school board. I'm yeah. going to go for a hike and smoke a big fat joint. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to sit in the inner tube on the river. Doggo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is my new dog. What's your dog's name? Vincenzo, but Vinny for short. What's up, Vinny? <laughs> Vinny. We don't usually right. we don't usually do pets here, but you, it'd be all right if you brought Vinny over. I think Vinny's adorable. He's yeah. pretty small. <laughs> Vinny. Man. Oh goodness. But well, yeah. We're gonna we'll run a little long on the podcast tonight. I'm gonna rock. Um, we were talking about Panhandlers Union a little bit. This is the theme song for our Wednesday show about the intellectual dark web uh in which we talk about don't if you like this show don't even bother <clears throat> don't even tune in tomorrow night it'll be fine they'll be like they'll be like <clears throat> five or seven times as many people here tomorrow night we actually don't need you um this song is called american tune and it is fucking it's the best song and when media when she first heard it she's like i hate your wednesday show i'm on your network but you have to run this for your Wednesday show theme song. This is American Tune by Panhandlers Union. We'll be right back. We'll do one more little segment. We'll close this out and we'll go into the crazy. I'm white and I've got everything I need. No one clutches their presses when they're in a room alone with me. And I can drive for any neighborhood I please. At any hour and the police don't do what. I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America I got everything I need 
I'm a guy getting paid more than a girl with a degree And I can walk down the streets after dark, no one wants to rape me And I can get a girl pregnant and just as easily flee Just like my straight white male dad did to me Fucking flip it. I'm a straight white male in America. I've got all the luck I need. I've got a pile of broken mirrors and I'm walking under ladders and I'm spilling tons of salt. But to me, that doesn't matter because my skin and my gender and my orientation are the best things to have if you live in this nation. I recommend it highly. Shit's gonna work out for me Cause I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need Fucking Panhandlers Union That song's called oh, American yeah. Tune So good So good It's pretty American if you ask me America Juan, what's America. up? Juan, what's up? Well, I'll tell you what Right now, I'm just here hanging out with the with the crew, you know, listening, absorbing, taking it all in. Oh, the chat's like, look at that! Somebody's like, I like the music you highlight and stuff here. Yeah, like one of the unsung heroes of this fucking whole thing. Actually, you go to eplex.xyz whenever we're not live, and that shit's just on shuffle. Everything it's like almost sixteen hundred fucking songs now by over five hundred artists in our library, and they all emailed it to us yeah they're real they're and if real you uh ones. if you liked for example the panhandlers union song you just heard you could there's a little box you could be like request you type that into the box and five or ten minutes later the fucking song comes up <laughs> i don't even have to do anything again like shout out to fucking that would be as uh, the azura cast project it's a free open source project that we installed on a server and it didn't work right away and then i fixed it now it works so dump your other streaming services and get Echoplex media it's right. Free. It's free. Uh, you can also grab it on uh, TuneIn Radio. You go Echoplex Media on TuneIn Radio. The, the request thing doesn't work there. But uh, if you're on a mobile device and you go to eplex.xyz, the little mobile browser is shit. So what you do is go to eplex.xyz, request your song, and then go on to TuneIn Radio. Um, the people at TuneIn were like, hey, would you like us to run ads? We could give you some money. And I'm like, how much money? They're like, well, probably not very much. And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> Like, cause I don't know when you're going to cut the ad in. Are you going to cut off like, you know, a minute of somebody's song, like right in the fucking middle of it while like one or two dudes in Germany are rocking out? Like, come on. Oh, by the way, shout out to the one dude in Germany or a person in Germany who's just always connected to Echoplex Radio. Don't know what's going on. Go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) This is the party over here. I think it's morning time over there right now. Oh, yeah. no, I, assume, I, I assume this person has like a connected device that they just turn like, they shut off the stereo connected to or whatever and they turn back on the stereo but there's literally a person in Germany like right now if I like check our like uh, check our thing 
there'll be a, there might be a couple people listening to local love like via the audio only but if i go and like do the uh, little map that it shows that there'll be one person in germany it's that same person always connected one time i checked they had been connected for 84 days <laughs> man the, the, wow like, <clears throat> there's a little thing it's like the amount of time they've been connected just was like zero 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 and then i had to like go into like the logs and i'm like oh shit and i divided the number of seconds by how many hour seconds in a minute how many minutes in an hour it was 84 days they've wow. been connected so i assume they have like some kind of device that's connected where they just turn off the stereo and turn it back on or whatever maybe they leave it on to keep the raccoons away <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like some of the music would attract i feel like some of the shit we have would attract the raccoons <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, baby. Excellent. Oh, man. Speaking of raccoons, do we have any good wildlife songs? Yeah. I mean, Shark in the Water, but that's... I'll take it. Mm. <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll do a Shark in the Water. And then we'll yeah. do one more. We'll call it a segment. Yeah, yes. We'll do... um. Ooh. This song's called It's Our Water by Shark in the Water. And honestly, if it's a shark, it's their water. True. Mm-hmm.
shark in the water it's our water it is their water it belongs to them (laughs) all right everybody we're up against a uh basically a time barrier for uh, the place we post our podcast here so uh just wanted to thank media wench who is uh, no longer with us hopefully fast fucking sleep because she works early in the morning uh, Juan Maserati, you were here from almost the very beginning. Curtis, you joined earlier than usual. Thank you for hanging out. Chip, you joined at some point. You didn't reply to my text the other day when I needed weed. I'm sorry. I didn't even <laughs> Get that weed! Get that weed! I'm looking for that right now, actually. So this will be fun. Um, raise your hand if you know what it means to read the show out. Does anybody know what that means? Like we we actually have like a script to read or something. Okay, so that's that's not the truth, right? <laughs> so nobody knows what that means. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the show out. We're gonna go on into the night. Twitch. Uh, thanks everybody for joining me. Uh, chat. If you were enjoying the banter between the four of us, you're fucked because it's just gonna be me watching videos of dumb people uh, after I play another song. This has been local love. You're listening on the podcast still. Make sure you follow us at Twitch.tv/EchoplexMedia. Um, if you want to give us money over at Patreon, that's patreon.com slash Echoplex. Also, check out our swag shop, echoplexmedia.com slash swag. That local love uh, heart shirt is particularly good. And um, I guess that's it. Uh, thank you to everyone who joined me. Thanks, everybody, in the chat. And uh, I don't know, Chip, if you're not tired or whatever, I could Venmo, Venmo you some money and give me some weed. Um, yeah, I can do that. That's not a problem. I'll do that right before I go to bed. Oh, cool. Get yeah. Yeah. yeah, just just text me or whatever. Fucking A. We just did a drug deal. We just did a drug deal on this show. We just did a drug deal on Twitch. Just, just text me. I, I need like, I don't know, like $50 worth of weed or whatever. Cool, I got that. Oh, cool. <laughs> Fucking, you should have responded to my text the other night. I'd have been giving you another $50. Anyway, this is Boomers by Periscope. Thanks again to my co-host this evening. When we get back, it's going to be the crazy. Good night, everybody. Thank you again.